You're listening to the Hello CEO podcast. I'm your host, Alora Rochelle. As a wedding photographer turned business coach, I've learned a ton of lessons while building a six-figure wedding photography business. If you're an overwhelmed photographer seeking ways to scale your business by spending less time and making more money, then this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable tips and strategies all about mindset, marketing, and sales so you can grow a profitable photography business like a CEO without the hustle and the overwhelm. Are you ready? Let's dive in. my friends, and welcome to another episode on the Hello CEO podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about if I were to start over in my business, what would I do first? So I guess if I decided to start my business, hmm, what would I do? There are a couple of things that I would do. Um, The first thing, I would collab with other vendors in the industry. So One thing I've learned is that my secret sauce, my magic, whatever, I um, am a collaborator. I think every time I take a test, it's like, you're a charming collaborator. I love doing things with other people. It's so much fun. I love involving community. I love creating communities. Um, And so I would, I mean, like if I started my business over, I guess, in my 30s, then I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to introduce myself to everybody. But if I was like really young again, probably not. (laughs) So what I would do is I would do market research and then reach out to those that are in a similar place than I am in my niche, relatively new, um, because anyone that's too famous is probably not going to (laughs) respond or participate or even be bothered with me. So I would probably assume that's how I would do it. And then I would probably plan three to five like model calls, styled shoots or things I'm dying to photograph and create that stylistically Um, and clients I wanted to attract based on like what I'm going to be putting out there in my portfolio. And then at this point in time, I'm guessing I'd still have a nine to five that's currently funding my business. So while I'm not making money yet, as I kind of suggest a lot of people to keep their nine to five until They have enough money coming in consistently because it's terrifying. Sometimes people say, oh, you just need to take that leap. And like, I'm, I'm a believer of the leaps, but like, what do the numbers say? Like, I don't want you taking leaps and, you know, praying and crossing your fingers and, and there's no people like that's let's, let's take the dream down teeny bit and see how much you can manage both until your side gig, quote unquote, side hustle or, you know, your business takes off in a way that you're like, I have to leave everything and focus on this so we can grow and scale it beyond our wildest dreams, right? So definitely keep your nine to five if you're in this position. Um, And then after the sessions that I decided to collab with people in my industry that are relatively new, I'd probably submit the shoots or publication, credit the entire team, send out sneak peeks within 48 hours, you know, all that great stuff. Um, And then these vendors in the future become your frienders instead of vendors and the word of mouth and good relationship you have created will will benefit you in so many ways so i'm giving away free tips here guys you're welcome number two i would create an instagram (laughs) no but i would set it up in a strategic way so knowing what i know now i think i would change my bio i wouldn't say that i'm a coffee addict or a dog lover i could send you screenshots i could send you so many screenshots of my instagram and how it's evolved over the years but Something that that's 
probably more communicating of like who I am, why they should follow me, hire me, connect with me, et cetera. And I would create B-roll of me from BTS, from previous shoots, lots of videos. This is where our world is headed. We love video. We love seeing people visually, physically. And I get it. I think video kind of feels like they're there because a photo is static and it kind of just sits there. And you're just like, hello, picture. What can you do for me? Nothing. So I would create probably my own stock videos that would serve me for other platforms as well. I would probably plan out... 12 images at a time so that I stay focused on posting consistently. I would probably be posting like three to five times a week um, to kind of bring awareness to like my brand and just making sure that people know, hey, I'm here. I'm here for business. I'm ready, ready to book, <laughs> ready to be booked. Um, and then number three, I would create a website. Duh. This is what I preach from the mountaintops. But as somebody who actually has a web design background, I'm talking HTML from like from like scratch y'all I was making I was doing JavaScript just for fun I would come home from school my parents like what are you doing I'm like I'm building a website from scratch with HTML and also there's a little JavaScript and CSS code to anybody that has no idea what any of this is disregard you can skip me 15 seconds (laughs) but anyway I know the importance of having a space that you own and then also like being able to design something that shows off your style, something that feels like physically you in a way. And also, man, I wish that sales psychology is like a course we all could take in high school or college because I would love to know like old me, future me, previous me, how to make sure that it converts using sales psychology because our attention spans only getting worse. It's now less than a goldfish. I think we're at six seconds now, and I think a goldfish is eight seconds, and it's probably going to continue to decline. We're probably going to be at four seconds soon, and we're all all of our eyes are going to be like moving back and forth, and our brains going to be dizzy. <laughs> and then I would start a TikTok, and as much as I hate dancing and doing all of the trendy things, I actually, you know, I'm half and half about it. I love doing trendy things. I just don't want to physically show up and be a content creator. That's not my that's not my expertise. I do like, you know, launches. I do like certain things. I do love sales and, but I can't say that I love being on the content hamster wheel. That's not, that's not something that lights me up. And so, but I still would start one and I'd probably just show up as my raw self and just do a lot of voiceovers, just like take my old school Apple headphones and be like, Hey guys, what's up? Or maybe I guess I would do a couple pointing videos because if I'm a photographer, I'm going to have to show me and my camera and BTS. See, there's that B-roll. Show BTS videos of what I'm working on or me shooting a wedding. Boom. Got it. Done. Now, the thing is, I actually believe the beauty of social media is that you have a free marketing platform to showcase your work. Get leads, expand your marketing, your reach, book clients, make money. Okay. Personally, I just use TikTok for scrolling and wasting like three to six hours of my day. And then I look up and I'm like, ah, what have I done? Which is why I save TikTok for like late nights when I'm not ready to think because it will literally eat up my entire day. But let's assume that I'm in my early 20s then and without a family and I have nothing but time to create fun videos that's going to serve as a content machine to repurpose everywhere like Pinterest supports video now. I think YouTube has shorts right now at the time of this recording. So 
I guess if I was in my early 20s, I would have the energy and I would love to probably cross market and see what sticks and then keep repurposing that content because by the time that I'm in my 30s, I'll be me right now with two kids and I'll be like, "Mm -mm, I'm tired. And then number five, I would offer to second shoot or possibly associate shoot. So I did this. I think I sent like, I want to say I sent like 10 I want to say I sent like 10 to 15 emails to photographers that I really admired in the industry and I custom tailored it to all their names and custom tailored it to like things that I loved about their work and their style and stuff like that. But to no avail and only like one person responded. I think another person responded but was like, no thanks. Um, So I'm not really sure about this one. Like now that I'm thinking about it, um, maybe I would offer it a second shoot like if somebody did call outs. But um, I do think with collaboration and like maybe workshops, I think that would be a better way. I would probably invest in workshops um, to get my practice out there and learn how to pose. I think that's the biggest thing is perfecting, posing, directing, um, prompts, um, giving them things to do. I feel like that was the hardest thing in the beginning. I was not confident at all. I was so self-conscious about everything that I said, either offending them or them not wanting to do it because I had so many clients that were like, we don't like to kiss in front of people or we don't want to hold hands and run or we don't want to do any of these things. But then there were some people that were like, yeah, let's do it. So I always threw it out there like, yeah, you know, we can do this or whatever. I mean, if you're cool with it, you know, cool or or not. <laughs> like I would talk them out of it and they'd be like, do you want me to do this or not? But In this experience, I also, I think, would take this time to learn how to work with clients well and um, learn to edit because if I'm starting from scratch, I'm going to need to learn how to edit um, skin tones and make sure that like what maybe also make sure what kind of style I want, like how do I want these images to look and then why Um, and kind of yeah, figuring out my my back end systems. I think that's another thing. I think I did not did not plan for the back end. We only focus on like at least when you first start. If you're in it for the creativity, you're only gonna focus on the pretty stuff, taking the pictures, but like the back end of like understanding why, picking your presets, not just buying 50 of them and then being like, huh, which one should I use today? It's like, man, you just kind of throw spaghetti at the wall and you hope it sticks and then it doesn't. And you're like, well, let me just buy some more spaghetti. (laughs) It makes no sense, but it's okay though. Because I feel like in the beginning, it's like when a toddler tries to walk and it's just so cute. And you're like, oh, look at them. They're so precious. You got it. You just, you keep going. Your legs are doing crazy things, but you're going to get it. I mean, it's the same with anything in life and in business. So definitely like give yourself grace, take your time. And, you know, I have to give grace to my past self. Like now that I'm thinking about all the things that I've done (laughs) to get where I am now, but also another tip that I would like to add is if you're asking to second shoot, don't assume that you can just keep the images, um, that you second shoot as the primary photographer actually has full rights to the images because it's technically their clients. You're just assisting them. Even the images that you shoot because it's their client. So this was definitely something I wish I would have been more upfront about, but I was always too nervous to ask if I could keep them. And so I would just use them and then edit them. And then some people be like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then some people are like, well, if you keep your images, I'm not going to pay you. And then some people would say, don't ever post these images again. 
So um, if you decide to go the route of offering a second shoe and possibly associate shoe cold turkey without getting to know them, definitely ask like what the policy is on the images and um, yeah, what they feel about it. Like what rights do you have to them? Because if you think about it, you wouldn't have the opportunity to photograph these clients if it wasn't for them. So keep that in mind and then do your best to self-correct your own entitlement to your images. <laughs> That's the biggest advice I could probably give. I feel like I didn't understand a lot in the beginning. I felt like I was very entitled. <laughs> like, these are my images. I worked so hard. I took them. And I'm like, yeah, but they weren't my clients. Like, now looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, Alora, who did you think you were in 2012? <laughs> But you live and you learn. So if I were to start over my business, I feel like these would be my top five tips on the things that I would do first, play around with, see what works, see what doesn't work. But also, I feel like if you're listening to this, give yourself the space to kind of brainstorm more things. Like if you were to start over in your business, what would you do? And if you've been in it for a while, why don't you just do it now then? Who says that you can just nostalgically look back on the past and not take action? I mean, if if you really want to do the thing, maybe you should do it. For me personally, I don't have the energy to start a TikTok, but like the rest of them, I think I've I've done. I just would do them a little more differently and strategically if I was talking to my past self. So I hope some of these were helpful and maybe give you some brainstorming ideas um, some things to think through. Maybe you took some notes. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you're driving to the grocery store. Maybe you're driving to a session. But either way, it's definitely good to ask yourself questions every once in a while when you have the headspace and when you're not constantly like divulging in content. Um, if I were to start over, what would I do differently and why? And what can I still do now? I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you again next week. Bye. Hey, if you loved today's episode, I would love if you took a quick second to leave a rating and a five-star review. It truly means the world to me and helps spread the message to photographers just like you who want to go to the next level in their business. So if you're ready to grow your photography business, I want to take the time to invite you to apply to join The Wedding CEO. The Wedding CEO is my all-new online business coaching program for wedding photographers who are ready to grow and scale to six figures with ease. I'm talking an easy way to make 10K months and being able to grow something that will sustain your life and business until the test of time. Yes, we know everyone out there is a photographer, but with our three-part framework, you will never experience the market is saturated mindset that everyone seems to have. We want your business to stand out and it will, we promise. So this will be your chance to get coaching directly from me to help you create a strong business foundation that has meaning and supports your why. Most coaches don't teach this. Discover how to push back the mindset blocks that are holding you back from your success so that people only want to work with you specifically, how to execute a five-star luxury client experience that you hear so much about, and gain the confidence to sell to your clients on sales calls in an authentic, easy way. Did I also mention accepted applicants will get an exclusive invite to a private advanced training with me where I'll be sharing exactly how easy it is to make your first six figures. And trust me, you do not want to miss this. So go to allorachelle.com apply I'll see you there.